0: Hell yeah.
1: Hell yeah.
0: I love to answer calls. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> John, I don't know if you heard on the last episode you did a little uh, air horn sound at the beginning and I noticed it like could line up perfectly with where the intro song drops out, so I like oh. had the intro play and then when it like stops before the next part goes, I have you doing the air horn. And then you dropped
2: me in so I could I could start my my sick verse where I'm like uh, yeah. how does it mean all of the dream, <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> the planet of the bass, yeah, planet yeah. of the bass. Yeah, people like that song. It's not supposed to be good, though. It's well, got a
0: certain catchiness <laughs> to it, but it is very stupid. That's a
1: really interesting. My, uh, our friend, a friend of the pod, Molly O'Brien, mm-hmm. wrote an article about how she feels like she's been transported back to 2011, mm-hmm. where it's just like there's like this, like intentional comedy. Parody, uh-huh. do you know what I mean? Like that, I feel like we haven't had one of those in a long time. That
0: is true. I feel like it's a genre of movie that's like all, but not movie. I just like a thing. Like I'm just thinking like movie parodies. It's sort
1: of like like she was pointing out. It's like auto tune the news or like uh-huh. uh college humor. Mm -hmm. Like remember this kind of humor, and it like got really popular, and then immediately ruined by him trying to like make it a song,
0: make it a real (laughs) song. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he do a live show with it, and like I don't know, like release it or something?
2: Yeah. Well, he tried to spin it up into like a much bigger thing. I think if he had just like left it alone, it probably would have been like wildly successful, and then he Mm -hmm. could have dropped the song like later or whatever. But I have heard that that dude is like kind of a weird content creator who just kind of seemed to have struck gold with uh-huh. this particular one. And so, I mean, I don't know. I, I think the weird like profit incentives of this stuff really fuck with people's brains where they're like, man, all of Twitter is talking about me. I should have like $100,000 right
1: now. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, got, I've got a strike now while the iron is hot. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Did you guys ever... This is like a long time ago, so I, I would be surprised if you'd seen it, but there was an article in like 2016, I think it was like a New York Times opinion piece where this guy was like...
1: I love those. Yeah,
0: he, he was he was like, like, I think a comedian and some kind of, you know, fancied himself a comedy writer. And he was sort of like bemoaning the fact that he had this like huge viral hit tweet, you know, got like 100,000 <laughs> likes. But then like, it didn't like lead to anything. It wasn't like he got paid any money for it or like got any <laughs> career opportunities. Why
1: are not they hiring and, <laughs> my tweets?
0: And my favorite part was that the tweet in question was something along the lines of like, Man, 2016 feels like it's the final season of the show and the writers are pulling out all the stops.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like
0: a real milk toast, like Rough. a joke that's been made a dozen times ass tweet. You know, yeah. it's like it goes viral because everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's vaguely funny. The kind of just... humor that
2: your mom might have access to by the time 2016 <laughs> had rolled around. <laughs> yeah, by the,
0: by the end of the year. um, And yeah, that he's just bemoaning, like, why am I not making money off this? And I, feel, I think a lot of people like you
1: recognize my writing power. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just so fucking
2: ridiculous because like you see it from people who are used to getting paid for their work. And you also see it from people who are just like farting around on the Internet and kind of like strike on something because it's like. You know, I've talked a bunch of times about how I basically single-handedly let Facebook know that capybaras existed. Mm -hmm. and boosted up all of the Mm. Capybara pages where people were like, this is my Capybara. I take pictures of him. And now it's an internet phenomenon. And (laughs) you know, people will talk to me about it. They're like, John, you should figure out how to get paid off of that. And I'm like, I bet if you sat down and really thought about it, you would realize what a Sisyphean task that is. (laughs) (laughs) And
1: that's a whole nother job. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What are you going to do? Make Capybara shirts? Like make... It'd be one thing if he was like, you had a leg to stand on where it was like, you made a meme, like you made a Photoshop piece Mm -hmm. of art and we're like, well, that's mine and I can copyright it.
1: Or a drawing. Yeah, like the guy who made the
0: troll face makes money from it because it was like a copyrighted comic and he could trace that he made it.
1: He does. I think we've talked about this before and I was similarly astounded.
0: I think so. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure not all the time
2: webcomic artists are in like a unique position though because their stuff it, when you meme a webcomics material it's instantly recognizable because like one webcomic drawing styles tend to be pretty unique cuz they're all mm-hmm. trying to distance themselves from each other and two like it's on the same platform like when you see a meme you're more likely to be somebody who's familiar with a webcomic cuz you're more likely to just be on the fucking internet all the time
1: right
0: yeah <laughs> and also a lot of web comics will put like a million uh, watermarks and like links and shit so you'll mm-hmm. see the meme and be like oh yeah now I know this person's Patreon. Did you see
1: that there's a new movie coming out based on the guy who drew the let people like things oh, yeah. comic What? So the you know that guy who always draws like the, the character that looks like uh, Sh- Mr. Sugar Ray. It's, it's as like Adam a, Ellis I think he used Adam to be Ellis, like a yeah, cartoonist yeah. for um, BuzzFeed and he
0: made the like Shh, let people enjoy things. Where he like, grabs the
1: person's lips or uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. He also did this, like, somewhat viral thread where he just like made up that a ghost was in his house or whatever. It was
0: really old, right? It was like a thread from 2011 or no, it was, it was more recent. I don't know. Uh, who knows? But
1: apparently they're making a movie of uh, like a haunted house movie out of his Twitter thread. <laughs> oh, gross. It's really weird. It looks really fucking stupid. Yeah, too.
2: I, I don't like his art style either. Taking a look at some of the like comics that he's drawn, like it just has a little bit of a, I don't know, like trapped in 2012 Tumblr Abs- liberal absolutely. kind of sensibility. Oh, yeah.
1: It's disgusting. Yeah. I, I, it. <laughs> I would almost
2: take like ancient control alt delete comics over this, where they're like, isn't it epic <laughs> to be a gamer? I put bacon on my Xbox. Like, yeah. I, I might prefer that, to be frank.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I really hate it. I it's, think it's I hate gross. it because of the way he draws his beard a lot. Uh huh. A big because because if you kind of like take away his facial hair, it kind of looks like digital foxtrot.
0: Oh yeah, which I that don't is like kind of a foxtrot mind vibe.
1: that much. Um, but something about the way he draws his own hair and beard is like, yeah, please well, it, please grow up.
2: It's very self congratulatory, like kind of like white collar or creative kind of job aspirational. Like that was what was nice about foxtrot was like it was a middle class ass comic. It had a Malcolm in the Middle-iness Middle-iness. To for him, sure that like yeah, yeah. Adam Ellis could never I don't think he <laughs> I think he looks at Malcolm in the Middle and he's just like why is a poor family on TV uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't relate to this Yeah <laughs> my dad was a strapping businessman
2: Yeah probably
1: I I don't know it's it's weird because it feels like <sighs> it just feels like everybody wants to become I was listening to a different podcast that's having me think about this, but it's like it it seemed like before there was you. You would be an artist, and you kind of had to become successful by making money. Mm -hmm. But now it seems like people just want to be famous, and like they're not even necessarily making art; they're just like making product, Mm
2: -hmm. like making
1: content, making content to be famous. Like there's no even like. Initial seed of wanting to be a creative or artist. Mm -hmm. It's just like I'm going to stream Fortnite every day so I can become famous.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, it's like it's like a grind into it kind of thing. It's like you know the world is pay to win, so if you don't have a bunch of money, you can kind of access being a part of the creative class by sacrificing all of the time that you have. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, it's it's kind of odd because like uh, I I miss when and this is going to sound really kind of boomery, I suppose, but (laughs) like it used to be that like, if you wanted to make a movie or a TV show, you would come up with an idea for a movie or a TV (laughs) show. And now we're at this point where everyone's like, please stop remaking old movies. And they're like, uh, what if a webcomic was a movie? What if mm-hmm. what if you playing video games was a movie? What if one of the video games was a TV show that won a bunch of awards? And it's like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Understand what I'm saying. Get some writers together and tell them to write an original script for a no. TV show or a movie. Yeah.
0: John, what if some people who played Gran Turismo learned to drive cars in real life and that was a movie? What if that was a movie? <laughs> I, I hope what, they, hope they I hope learned to
2: drive right off a fucking cliff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, it is, I, I found an article about the, uh, this, uh, that song, and I guess the guy's character is called... What song? The song we were talking about, oh, right? yeah. The Planet of the Bass, and his character is DJ Crazy Times, who it yeah. says he's been... What did it say? He like, first created it in 2013. So he's been like grinding this character, apparently. Yeah, he said he perfected the DJ Crazy Times persona for about a decade. He first shared a clip performing as DJ Crazy Times in a song from his college acapella group's 2013 album. In it, he makes similar nonsensical ad-libs as the one in Planet of the Bass.
2: Here's the thing, though. In 2013, the era of music that DJ Crazy Times is mocking was only, like, 10 to 15 years old. Yeah, yeah. So that that's not long enough for it to be like retrospectively funny. The reason that it's catching on now is because it's 2023. It's been 25 years since Y2K-S Eurodance music. Yeah. And people are ready for it again.
0: You're saying he was ahead of his time. He was like trying yes. to ride the cutting edge too, too close to the knife.
2: He's a true innovator. And that's why I'm going to get started on doing things that are popular right now as well as I can. So in 2058 (laughs) or whatever, 2048, I'll be ready.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Start making really spot on mumble rap uh, parodies Mm -hmm. with like triplet hi-hats. And then in like 15 more years, people will be like, wow that does sound like that music we don't really hear anymore. <laughs>
2: well, I don't even know what's like popular anymore. Cause you say that. And then I'm like, wait, mumble rap with triplet hi hats is like six years ago. Like the rich homie Kwan. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and you know, young thug kind of coming up for the first time. Like that's old news. I literally have no idea what the kids are listening to now. I, I've, I I've I heard of hyperpop and I know there's even more esoteric genres than that, but I don't know what they are.
0: Yeah. I guess hyper, is, is hyperpop already old news too? Cause like Sophie mm-hmm. started putting out stuff in the 2010s and. 100 Gex is, like, I guess 100 Gex is still popular. Yeah, but, like,
2: they're at the end of their meme life cycle. Like, they're probably still a good band with plenty of dedicated fans, but, like, Mm -hmm. that moment is definitely over. Like, the same Uh way that Death Grips, even though they had a long-ass moment, could really Mm -hmm. only
0: keep it up for about two years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Death Grips is still an incredible band. But Wait, wait, Death Grips is only two years? He's saying the meme moment.
2: Yeah, they're, like, their big meme moment probably only lasted about two years but you know they're always going to be a popular band as long as they keep putting out records and as long as they keep sounding like that
1: yeah i guess you're probably right i mean like it was like percolating up after their first album then got really huge after fantano Mm -hmm. gave the second album a 10 yeah Mm -hmm. money
2: store blew definitely the
1: second one the third album the next year really helped and then then that's pretty died pretty much died down until I guess I guess after that, it was like... I just feel like in the fandom... The fandom is one of the rare fandoms that is like all memes. Mm-hmm. Like, just talking about it and the popularity of it is just like, Mr. Grips, please sign my t-shirt or whatever. You know? <laughs> uh, but...
0: Yeah, I, I feel like Gex is the same, where it's like people go to 100 Gex shows and it's like a thing to take pictures with your DS at the 100 Gex show for some reason.
1: I guess people still do. That's sort of a, that's sort of a, actually, (laughs) at my show this weekend, someone had me sign their 3DS.
0: That's cool. It's yeah. Just like a general, good, like millennial yeah. Zoomer kind of thing. That's
1: cool. 3ds like that. I I had that...
2: some good games. You can play some uh, Mario Barth and Rodriguez
1: Luigi,
0: ruled. Bowser's Inside
2: Story, you can play like it, but...
1: Golden Sun. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, Golden Sun! That's a good ass
0: series. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I still it's have the cartridges game. around somewhere. Probably worth a lot now because every old video game cartridge is like worth its weight in gold now.
1: Link Between Worlds. <laughs> oh yeah, Link Between one Worlds. Rule. One of the better 2D Zeldas. Mm-hmm. Great, great, great little system.
2: Great library on that 3DS. <laughs> we doesn't love it, doesn't play folks. Death Grips records, but we love it anyway.
0: <laughs> it <laughs> Probably it a way to get actually. an MP3 on there, right? If yeah. you hack it? I think you can get
2: that thing to play, like, fucking YouTube videos if you hack it. I think yeah, I've yeah. seen that online before, so... Um, but yeah, as, as long as we're talking about hacking your 3DS, uh, welcome to BP Lettuce. Everybody. Hello, how are <laughs> you?
0: Hope you got the RSS feed on a
2: DS or something. Welcome to
1: the regular damn episode.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to this on a Game Boy SP, please let us know. <laughs>
1: Dude, definitely if let you, me know if, if you figure out how to do that. Actually, my uh, this is not appropriate for the show, but I'm just very excited that my analog pocket has shipped after yeah. two years uh, after I bought it. <laughs> I can't wait to see a little analog pocket. <laughs> (laughs)
2: was it was that like a kickstarter thing or were you just on a waiting list i was
1: just on a waiting list i don't know if they kickstarted that one Uh, they may have but um yeah they 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 put it they had the they had them for sale on their website for be like this will ship in 2023 i think i bought it at the end of 2021 Mm
0: -hmm. did you get the dock for it too to like put it on the tv
1: shit i don't know (laughs) maybe yeah. i can't After remember all these it's been years. so fucking long
0: uh-huh. it, it can load roms as well as just like plug in <laughs> the cartridges
1: they don't want you to say that
0: roms that you legally own the rights to or yes whatever. the okay.
1: roms i made yeah, yeah. <laughs> the open Disc source game boy i took ROM. of
0: my own cartridges with uh-huh. the thousands of dollars of equipment that i have <laughs> yeah
1: yeah. Oh, yeah i'm gonna get one of those
0: oh you're gonna get a little everdrive Oh, sure. oh this is cool the oh, legend the of zelda everdrive yeah. i like how that looks
2: They make a couple of like really nice uh, handhelds now that are basically just an Arduino in a box, but they have like super high resolution screens. You can play like a really tiny 1080p screen and you're like, yeah, this is Mm -hmm. perfect. But this one is sick because
1: this one is sick because you can use like it's an FPGA that like doesn't just emulate it, but like emulates the hardware of an actual Game Boy Mm -hmm. and and uh, and Game Boy Advance and. And Whatever. like
0: links and a lot of different stuff. And oh, yeah. you can plug and in cartridges ter- and too. TurboGrafx-16
1: slash PC Engine. Yeah, yeah which I, I, I'm, that's what I'm really excited about is playing fucking TurboGrafx games again. <laughs> that's
2: pretty crazy. TurboGrafx. Yeah. Wait a minute. Did you say like P- you can play like old PC games
1: on that? Then uh, no, TurboGrafx-16 in Europe was called the PC Engine or Japan oh,
0: too, I right? See. Yeah, yeah, PC Engine. Um, but yeah, it's cool because you can plug in cartridges or use ROMs, so it just like does both, and you don't necessarily have to get a. uh Ever drive? And I the think screen
1: can... looks sick. I'm excited for it. Well, it Looks
0: beautiful. Hell yeah! So that's the
1: news in my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Time to play some Game Boy games because the world's crumbling and you can't do anything about it. So why not enjoy a nice Game Boy game or two? Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what I do.
1: That's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do. We all who who doesn't do that? Yeah. Whomst among
2: us has not played Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Ages, in times of crisis? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we deserve a president who likes the legend of zelda from game boy
2: (laughs) we deserve a president who has strong opinions on which zelda games are better than others i don't actually care what his rankings are he just has to have them
0: (laughs) or even better her rankings
1: i think it's about time we had a woman
0: a woman president who likes zelda
1: what if we had a they them president before we had a woman president
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that'd be cool we need a gamer them president. Yeah.
1: Gamer they them president. <laughs> and that would
2: probably fix at least two thirds of our problems.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what if it's like as a as a prank on uh on, on, Ka- on Kamala Harris. Oh. Joe Biden becomes they them in his second term just to be like the, the first gender minority president and then Kamala gets screwed out of it.
2: Yeah, he thinks yeah. it makes him two people so he can also be vice president.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he thinks that's what being they then means. He completely yeah.
1: misunderstands like, how it works. Yeah, well, it,
0: it's plural, so there's two of me now. There's, there's two shows. You got vice president? I could be vice president again. And then, <laughs> oh man, he starts uh, he starts dressing up as Barack Obama and his staff has to like wash the black face off of his face because he's like, no, I'm, I'm, being my, I'm being my president. President Obama and then I'm vice president Joe Biden. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i think we got the, that bit out of the way i was i'm always fascinated by the tiktok kids who are we're talking about like phasing into other worlds and
0: i i feel like it's some sort oh, of like
1: jump they, they they like think they're in quantum leap or something yeah
0: i think it, it's like it's like a <laughs> digital native version of uh shit what do they call it um not is it astral projection when you can like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. or a, a, like spirit walking or something um uh, remote viewing, I think is what I'm thinking of also, like yeah. sort of like mysticism kind of thing. But yeah, they just sort are, are like, cool. if you think about Harry Potter enough, you can phase into like going to Hogwarts or something.
2: Well, it's but- like, you know, it's an extension of like having really heightened imaginations. And it's probably also a consequence of the fact that like a lot of young adult fiction over the last 20 or 30 years has focused really heavily on like, what if a young child who was struggling was transported into a world where they, you know, were handed the tools and the correct challenges to discover who they were really meant to be. And like, <laughs> that's a very difficult thing to grow up like ingesting and then realize like you're not going to get. So mm-hmm. then you end up with like 22 year olds on TikTok who are like, "Do not shift into the Harry Potter universe. Voldemort or you know, Dumbledore is actually very racist or you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> he's problematic. Yeah, whatever I, the fucking case may be. And to me, yeah. it's like I just remember so distinctly being like 12 or 13 years old and watching Digimon and fantasizing about like, I bet I could be fucking digi destined. I bet I could get Mm -hmm. sucked into a computer and be cooler than (laughs) all of the shitty kids at school. And like at some point, and you know, I did it when I was probably 12 or 13, you Mm. have to just accept that that shit ain't happening.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like for me, it was being like eight and Pokemon was out and it's like, man, it'd be so cool to just wander around a strange region, capturing and battling Pokemon and shit. Uh, it's supposed to be something that you experience at like eight to 10 and then get a little older and like mm-hmm. grow out of. But honestly, John, I feel like when you say 22, you're uh, being generous. Cause it's like how many millennials are, are still posting memes that are like, I still wish I could get my, my letter from Hogwarts or whatever. Yeah. You know? there, there's a lot of millennials who like still read YA fiction and like defend the practice and are like, yeah, I just like it. Cause you know, it's like not too stressful. It's cozy. It's uh, I can relive my childhood.
2: Well, and it's like, you know, there's just plenty of millennials, especially, but I think you can also see this in in different shades in Gen X and boomers and any generation, which is that like growing up into an adult is a really traumatic experience and a fairly Mm -hmm. common response to that is to figure out selective ways to regress. So you Mm -hmm. might like be good at your job and have good social relationships, but like privately, you really do think that at some point an owl is going to fly into your window and be like, you're a wizard, <laughs> Harry.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to remember what my fantasies were of that like happening to me. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I, get- I don't think I, I. I don't have any memories of like really thinking that.
0: Mm-hmm. Didn't you read Animorphs? Did you ever like try to morph something when you were a kid? I feel like sure. that was a classic one. Yes. Just like reading that and being like, "Oh, Absolutely. that'd be cool. I can morph a dog. I'd morph a bird. Maybe be a cat. Like <laughs> yeah. that's a fun like fantasy one."
1: Well, like get me stuck and my friends, as a hawk and yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> me and my friends would just like get it out of our systems because a big thing we would do is go jump on the trampoline and pretend we were like you know fucking X Men or whatever fighting oh, yeah, invisible sure. bad guys because you do cool moves on the trampoline. Yeah, but yeah. then like you know, after about 20, 30 minutes of getting that out of your system, you kind of start to feel normal again. You're mm-hmm. like, okay, I don't need to pretend that I'm like a ninja from outer space or whatever I was doing before. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think there's just a lot of kids who like, for one reason or another, don't have the outlet that lets them kind of get it out of their system. And those kids, just like everybody else, grow up into adults. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know, it's like, I wonder if in the past people were like, I want to grow up and be a warrior or like very few kids in like, or, or like an army guy or Mm -hmm. um, the president or whatever. Yeah. Like, I wonder if it's something very normal for our brains to do, to be like imagining yourself as a kid, like becoming something else. Sure. Like as society kind of removed any aspirational type of role, you kind of were just like, I want to be a cowboy, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, or I um, somebody the badass things to be the the the, the representations oh, yeah. of power and 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 pride and mm-hmm. you know societal status became less about like anything that a kid would enjoy and more just about like money or media properties. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. do you think
0: little kids even want to be astronauts anymore? Do they all just want to be YouTubers because that seems more accessible? I
1: mean, it's. I'm sure there are kids who have parents who show them those things as Mm -hmm. like, it would be cool if you worked at CERN or whatever. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, but like what society tells you it is cool to do is, is be famous Mm -hmm. and that's it for no reason.
0: Yeah. So it's like a musician, an actor,
1: a YouTuber, a Twitch streamer. I want to be Mr. Beast when I grow up. I want to be Mr. Beast when I grow up. I want to drink the most monster on YouTube. <laughs> Did he do that? I don't know. Yeah. I want to so sell the most night?
2: drop-shipped burgers that have ever been sold. Oh <laughs> yeah. I'm going to turn burgers the earth into a paperclip factory that just makes fucking burgers, just <laughs> dripping wet burgers. Your house <laughs> made of burgers. You drive a burger car to your
0: burger job. Yeah. And at lunch, you order a Mr. Beast burger. <laughs> <laughs> Last person touching the burger car gets to eat the whole thing. My yeah. experience
1: of knowing who Mr. Beast was, was... Um, About burgers as well, because I saw it on Seamless, and I was like, oh, a new restaurant, I guess. Mm -hmm. I'll try a Mr. Beast burger. Mm -hmm. And I tried it, and it was sort of normal. Yeah, And I was like, okay, that's that. And then wasn't I like, is that from
0: from Mr. Beast, the YouTuber? And I was like,
1: (laughs) what? Yeah, like my experience was that it was some sort of new local restaurant and not Mm. like a youtubers weird drop shipping like scam. Yeah, Well,
2: and it probably came from a Wendy's. That's the other thing. It's mm. like when you order Mr. Beast burger, it either comes from like little unmarked kitchens or it comes from a Wendy's or sometimes from weird places like I think I heard iHop sometimes mm, is sure. the location for Mr. Beast burger and they just drop off the Mr. Beast burger supplies and they're like anybody can cook these. Why don't you do it
0: <laughs> Wendy's? <laughs>
1: I don't think it was Wendy's. I, I you know what
0: the closest Wendy's is to us.
1: It was definitely like something a little more fancy than that, like mm-hmm. just some random kitchen in Brooklyn who makes cool burgers or whatever. Because sure no. it was like oh, yeah. okay, it was pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm not plugged into the the Fortnite YouTube. What does he do? He like gives.
0: He does he, he does, like, does like stunts or yeah, something. Yeah, like big stunts. Like I feel like one of the famous ones but was like
1: cultural stunts. Right? Like, like
0: after what's that Korean show that was like the game show where you die? Squid game. <laughs> squid squid games. games. He did like I made Squid games <laughs> in real life. The game Video. show where you die. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to die.
0: I, I love this because,
1: like, you yeah, know, what do you, if you
0: look up Mr. Beast, what do you see?
1: <laughs> I'm Regis Philman and it's time to die.
0: <laughs> who wants to be a millionaire, or who wants to die? <laughs> Day
1: seven, stranded at sea. No, don't stop. stop it. Don't yeah. stop.
0: Don't play it. Do yeah, just train versus so giant pit. Wow. Oh my uh, god, that's not a human face. This is the weirdest thing. Is that like the faces he makes are like,
1: airbrushed?
0: Yeah, they're airbrushed. Yeah. One dollar versus one hundred million dollar yacht. What does that Age, even mean?
2: Hold on, ages one to one hundred fight for five hundred thousand
0: dollars. <laughs> what you does can't that be one serious. mean? Are yeah. you going to make
2: a one year old fight a thirty five year old? Like, what's? The I paid kinda, a real
0: assassin to try to kill me. That is a. I'd watch that, but I don't think I actually. It's
1: kind of weird that, um, in that picture, the ages one to one hundred fight for five hundred thousand dollars. There's only white people. Yeah. I mean, like, are there any are there why,
0: any, any non white people in any of these <laughs> 100 non, kids, one hundred kids? Yeah, one hundred kids versus one hundred adults, but it looks like it's all white kids and then like, yeah. one black adult. Very
1: strange. It's a very strange future.
0: Yeah, Mister Beast, is, is like, is really I held horrifying. the eugenics
1: competition for one million dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't like him. I don't think it's cool. No, nah, he's I, a demon
0: it's terrible uh,
1: he's yes he's he was some sent sort from of, hell he's for sure some sort of satan spawn mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well speaking of somebody who is most definitely not in hell uh i do regret to inform the listening audience that we have lost dj casper whose name oh, you might not no. recognize but you will recognize the cha-cha slide because it was played at all of your middle and high school events <laughs> if you're under a certain age which oh, yeah. i think that age is
0: like 45 at this point, it's probably 40s yeah <laughs> yeah yeah this is a that's like the all-time classic of the middle school dance because it's just like so wholesome you know no one feels bad about playing it for middle schoolers
2: <laughs> no he uh dj casper said he originally created it as an aerobic exercise for his nephew hmm. so it is yes. literally just like a, a family favor and it became like a number did it ever chart like did it hit the billboard or was it just a sleeper hit because like vice mm-hmm. principals realized they could put it on a boom box and not get cited by the superintendent
1: that's a good question. I don't know. Let's see. That song came out in the year two thousand.
2: It really did? It's that recent?
1: Yeah. Huh. It has such an old timey
2: sound to it. I mean, that's yeah. kind of the thing though, like it's when very you very minimal. Make- When you make rap songs that are like more family friendly, they tend to be approximately 10 to 15 years out of date, style. Yes, totally.
0: That's true. I remember like the beats and the vibe. It's like very, very minimal. So it kind of sounds like it was made just on a drum machine in the early 90s.
2: (laughs) It would be funny though to make like hyper modern bleeding edge rap that had no swearing and was like 100% suitable for your Christian. (laughs) Just like the most out in space young thug beat you've ever heard. But it's like lyrics are like respect your mom or or like you know i (laughs) woke up this morning ass shit i don't even know what you would make it about like (laughs) you can't say shit well i wouldn't you wouldn't say shit in the song i'm describing (laughs) what the lyrics would be like oh okay but it's like i guess a lot of the family friendly songs because it's also like would you also like to look up macarena (laughs) or watch me whip it's just songs that have dances i guess
1: (laughs) teach me how to dougie
2: yeah oh Teach Me How
0: to Dougie is such a good
2: song, though. Classic. That beat goes great incredible. Song.
0: It looks <laughs> like Cha-Cha Slide in the U.S. only made it to 83 but it did get to number three in Ireland and number one in the UK. That so. makes
1: sense. They love going to the left. Yeah, they love be- <laughs> being told how to dance. Because
0: <laughs> guess what, We motherfucker? don't know how. They do not know. <laughs>
2: Ireland knows a little bit. That's why yeah. it only went to three, but the yeah. UK was like, sincerely, draw us a map.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so you're sliding to the left, and then after that, which way do you go? Okay, back to the right. Alright, I get it. I'm going to play it again on the radio. Wait, wait, wait so will you teach knows. me
2: the basic step? Yeah. yeah you play it twice in says, a row? When he says cha-cha Real smooth, everybody just looks at each other and they're like, You what, bruv?
1: <laughs> you <laughs> do <laughs> You want
2: me to do what with my what now? <laughs> now, give me a creative writing prompt, lad. Multiple <laughs> choice only,
0: <laughs> left foot or right foot, and I stomp it. It's simple as
2: clear fucking <laughs> instructions, boy. Try it again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, well R.I.P. DJ Casper. You did one song, and then you also did another song, but I don't know that one. Yeah. Oh, what's I don't the other I one? That one. Oops, upside the head. I think
0: he also did Cha Cha Slide Two or something. Or Cha Cha, cha yeah. Slide Two. Casper I, Slide Part Two.
2: I listened to that and it was not good. I did not like it. Not <laughs> sure. to speak ill of the dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that song is not it. Um. <laughs> yeah, he has
0: album. Oh, well, he put out an album in 2022. It was 99, 2001, it's and called then I love you last year. Damn.
1: Oops, upside your head. I don't remember that song. What is that one?
0: It was probably
2: number one in the Czech Republic or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the man
1: made a good song, and that's that's good enough. What else we got?
2: <laughs> we got Hank the Tank, who we talked about, I think, like, a fucking year ago. Oh, uh-huh. uh, the a, bear. The bear, <laughs> who broke into 21 houses that we know of Damn. near Lake Tahoe, uh, and he has finally been caught in South Lake Tahoe, California. Uh, <laughs> and I just wanted to bring it up because... Uh, You know, we do not stand the wildlife control experts who caught this bear. We stand the bear. He should have been allowed to break into even more homes. He should have been. (laughs) Really, what you should do, I think, is put him on not a nature preserve, but like a piece of land with a bunch of empty houses. And then you Mm -hmm. fill up the houses with yummy bear treats. (laughs) And then everybody's happy. You see, (laughs) he doesn't have to Mm. go anywhere.
1: (laughs) <laughs> so now he's just full of bear treats
0: oh interesting the one they captured I think is not uh, they thought Hank Hank was like three actually three different bears and then one of them mm-hmm. is also female so they were like uh, not realizing that it was separate bears so the one they captured I guess is like Hank Etta, the female bear 64F I,
1: I think what we should learn from this though is that bears natural habitat is breaking into houses so what they should yeah. have done is put him in a, a type of zoo that is like like a little suburb like cul-de-sac so he could spend the rest of his days breaking into houses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: li- little boxes on the hillside. Except <laughs> they're yeah, all yeah. full of bears this time. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine like, getting lost and you end up in the bear suburb preserve and you get out <laughs> to ask for directions.
1: And, and like a, a bear opens the door.
0: <laughs> and he's just got like two
1: like pots on his hand so, <laughs> full of He's cookies in the
0: middle of eating yeah yeah <laughs> he has like a bunch of candy stuck to his ears
2: <laughs> well and the other interesting thing about this is that it says that the california department of fish and wildlife typically euthanizes so-called conflict bears due to the significant risk they posed to the community But this bear is no ordinary conflict bear. And they said that the CDFW cited widespread interest in bear 64F, which I guess is the official name of the bear they captured, Mm -hmm. as the reason it intends to relocate her to a Colorado sanctuary once she has received veterinary clearance. So it's kind of funny because they're literally saying, like, look, this bear's too much of a celebrity. We can't kill it. (laughs) We're going to kill the next one, though. Yeah.
0: So even though, even if you're a fucking bear, you have to be grinding for internet clout to make it in this world. God damn yes. it. So funny. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Welcome to Salmon Stream. They're coming back up the river. It's almost that time. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping we can get two or three salmon today. But if I get one, that'll be okay. Okay. Uh, shit missed that one okay well the next one what? <laughs> shit missed that one okay I'm gonna try to get, get the next one oh thanks <laughs> thanks fur lover 24 for the three month subscription uh, shout out to you
2: yeah oh my god thank you so much for the raid polar grizzly this is gonna help <laughs> me get so much closer to my hibernation goal that guy really rocks
1: it. I love that guy <laughs> <laughs> can't wait Hisley to see you 24. at the next yeah. oh my god gen con
0: yeah oh Mr. Beast you raided with a hundred million people watching this is incredible <laughs> Mr. Beast just posted a YouTube video. He's like, I rated a bear's Twitch stream. <laughs> <laughs> Twitch
2: streaming with a bear? <laughs> oh, I hate that guy. Yeah, don't like I him. fucking hate that guy. Well, as long as we're just doing goofy ass news, I did have one more thing, which wasn't really, you know, I don't normally like to 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 uh, fall to the level of poop
1: jokes. Mm-hmm. I like. To oh think no. that
2: As a podcast, we're a little bit better than this. We're a
1: little bit high. We're like one
0: notch better.
2: Yeah, precisely one notch. <laughs> yeah. If we were, it's, an, it's one a very notch fine low. dial. Yeah, if we were even a little bit less cultured, it would be all doo doo all the time on this channel. <laughs> um, but I saw this headline go around in the Guardian. It says 57 swimmers fall sick and get diarrhea at World Triathlon Championship (laughs) in Sunderland. And the funniest bit is that apparently British people spell diarrhea with an extra letter. I was going to say that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: diarrhea. What are you you trying to be? (laughs) Add a touch of class to it? Is there going to be an accent on the A or something too? Uh, We we prefer to use the fine French spelling of
1: (laughs) diarrhea. The poor get diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs>
0: diarrhea is a funny word. It's like, it feels so, like, musical and, like, pretty for what a, like, horrible thing it's describing. I
1: don't think so. Diarrhea? I feel like yeah. if, if
0: you didn't know, it kind of sounds nice. Diarrhea. It's kind of a cellar door, you could say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. It's weird how the word uh means, like, you're speaking quickly.
0: Word uh, diarrhea? Yeah.
1: yeah. Rhea so, is
2: just like uncontrolled expelling, right? Yeah.
1: I guess so.
0: Yeah. Or is it just sort of like a workaholic situation? Is
1: there such a thing as expectoria? What's expect? Uh, okay, like, so rhea is just,
0: rhea is just oh. a
2: suffix that means discharge or flow. Oh. Hmm. So any kind of discharge is going
0: to end in rhea. So dia means like shit, maybe? Yeah. Or liquid? Well, I don't shit discharge. Do. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't
1: don't tell. <laughs> don't tell. <laughs> diet cheese.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> diet cheese. Dis- but, shit. So cheese.
2: what
1: happened to these swimmers?
2: So uh, an environment agency sampling at Roker Beach uh, three days before the event showed three thousand nine hundred E. coli colonies per one hundred meters oh, no. of water. More no, than oh my god, they all got
1: E. coli.
2: Yeah, and this <gasps> is
1: okay. They took the reading
2: three days before the event, so you can't. You can't just like relocate or postpone the event mm-hmm. until another time. And also, England, this is on your coastline. This is not a river, okay? It's it's unacceptable to have this much
0: E. coli just on an <laughs> on a ocean beach. Yeah, that seems <laughs> weird. But it says that it was like Why
1: what happened? <sighs> How did there? How? Why was there so much E. coli?
0: It says the event was on a stretch of coastline that has been at the center of a long-running battle over sewage discharges. Oh my God. Between campaigners and the government concerning regulatory failures, Northumbrian Water—what a British ass name for a water company! That's assisted, such a fucking
1: way to hang on. That's yeah. a fucking pussy way to write that. It's like it's the center of a battle over sewage discharges between campaigners mm-hmm. and government. It is extremely concerning. Uh, Regulatory failures. Yeah, it is an extremely. You could just write, the government has been putting shit in the ocean
0: mm-hmm. and yeah.
1: everyone's pissed at them <laughs> yeah. for it. And it's like, also because probably they're illegal. evil freaks. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's very much like bullet. Left cops gun at a at yeah. a at an explosive angle and entered the arm of man.
1: That's not that's like not even passive voice. Mm-hmm. Like that's just like that's just
0: not saying that anything happened. Some
1: people disagree with <laughs> with putting shit in the open ocean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it, but it says Northumbrian Water insisted it was not to blame for the illnesses and that it had not recorded any discharges that might have affected water quality at Roker Beach. Well, since that's October true. 2021. Uh, all right.
2: Oh, i I know a bunch of triathletes with dire huahua who would disagree with that I think. <laughs> the
1: dire Chihuahua yeah and it also it's, 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 it says
0: that the uh the like governing body for
1: triathlons british triathlon wait they do are they saying they're saying we haven't discord recorded any we haven't recorded any E. coli two years ago. Yeah, I know. We Why actually it, haven't like, tested We, we the haven't two done years this since, since we've 2021. Been yeah. Dumping shit into <laughs> the swimming water. Yeah,
0: it, it's weird that they, they did this test, like John said, three days before the event. And the, the governing body for triathlon said that the sampling results were not published when we're outside the body of water where its competitions took place. It said its own testing results passed the required standards. So they're basically like, uh, well, the E. coli is somewhere else not where everyone's going to swim and we did tests and it's actually fine so they just didn't tell anyone
2: (laughs) you see they took a uh, measurement and it was well outside the uh, uh, borders of our triathlon so I went down and took a look myself stuck my nose in the water and uh, smelled fine so they (laughs) swam in it and if they shit their pants they probably ate a bad sandwich (laughs) got Australian (laughs) at the end but you get the point
0: yeah Uh, (laughs) Yeah, also do you have to swallow the E. coli water for it to get you sick or does it just kind of like get into your nose and then go inside your body while you swim or like what happens exactly? I don't want to
1: find out. If you're a triathlon
2: swimmer, you're, I don't know how, how, farther swimming but you're probably doing one of those pretty intense strokes where you're like smashing your face in and out of the water to breathe yeah, the yeah. whole time and i gotta imagine no matter how good you are at breathing out while your face is down you're still gonna get a decent chunk of seawater in your sinus cavity it's gonna uh-huh. be at that point it's just game over if there's bad shit in the water yeah yeah Damn. yeah so uh don't don't do br- say no to british triathlons <laughs> not even yeah. once swim in a pool or something the clean Moes, yeah. at least. Good God. And as long as we're talking about the dangers of water, uh, let's talk about Alaska. This is a little bit of our climate news section, uh, so I'll be sure to play the climate news uh, theme music. As what, well. is, what is that? Uh, yeah. I don't fucking... I'm going to figure it out in post-Bryn. Don't give me a
0: hard time while we're recording <laughs> the
2: episode. I like that it's playing right now. Yeah, it's yeah, playing it's, over us talking.
0: It's correct. driving us out. It's, it's driving out Bryn when she's questioning what it's going to be. i was just yeah. curious. Probably cranked up.
2: It's going to be something fucking awesome. I don't know.
0: the report or something. Um,
2: So city officials in Juneau, Alaska, (laughs) have issued an emergency declaration as a Glacier Lake outburst flood has wreaked havoc near the city and multiple structures have been destroyed, including a very, very large residential home, which in the article, they have still images of collapsing. But there is also a video that you can watch. And I mean, it's pretty spectacular. And you can kind of see that not only is this building you know, uh, completely falling down because the entire base under it has been completely eroded away. But it seems like the buildings wow. slightly downriver of it are in a very similarly
1: precarious position. Yeah. So where is this Alaska? Juneau, yeah, this is Alaska. Juneau,
2: Alaska. And and an important thing to remember is that Alaska has been warming at an average rate twice that of the continental United States. Mm. I think it's twice the global average. Actually.
0: Damn. Because there's so yeah. much like glacier melt up there that it's like warming mm-hmm. up the ocean,
2: and I so think well, also like they have a, a one of the big holes in the ozone layer is positioned in such a way that they they're just getting a lot of extra
1: heat. I thought we closed that shit up. Nope, oh.
0: <laughs> I don't even think we put a band aid on it. Um, I think we stopped well, making it bigger when we stopped putting the bad shit in hairspray or whatever. But well, yeah, yeah.
2: we stopped making it bigger as fast, and also mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff happened at the same time that probably completely ate that shit away. Like,
1: <laughs> Damn, I thought we did a good job on that one.
2: No. Uh, oh, the, well. <laughs> there's only one country right now doing a good job on their climate change commitments, and it uh, starts with a C and rhymes with Bina. China <laughs>
0: <Gina.
1: laughs> Obama. <laughs> yep. What could it be? Yeah. Who's yeah. that Pokemon? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's uh, North Kachina.
2: But uh, yeah, so the flooding has destroyed several structures along the Mendenhall River, according to the National Weather Service. Two homes have been lost and another partially damaged and washed away, according to the deputy city city manager of Juneau. Um, Trees and debris are currently littering the river. And NWS described it as an extreme event, uh, saying that on the FEMA scale, there was less than a 1% chance of that level of flooding occurring. Oh, uh, according well. to hydrologist Aaron Jacobs.
0: because uh, It was unlikely, yeah. so that makes it, <laughs> it makes it good, I guess. Well,
2: his direct quote was, we didn't even think that this was possible.
0: Oh. Wow, that's good <laughs> it, to hear. Yeah. It's always good when yeah, the, the emergency experts are like, wow, this is an emergency we never even saw coming, and we're the people who wait around for emergencies to happen and try to yeah. fix them.
2: <laughs> Imagine calling this guy in, and it's like, oh my God, everything's flooding. Aaron Jacobs, our local <laughs> expert, please get in here and tell us what to do. And he just comes in, and he's like, I'm going to be real with you guys. I got nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah. He he, he looked at the houses and he's just like, Pfft. damn, that's crazy. That's what's happening. Shit. I mean, uh, I'll try to help you guys, but damn, the same shit. Damn. I would do if I was stoned out of my mind. Uh, yeah. Watching it on TV. That's his response when he shows up.
1: <laughs> what interesting why why did that shit happen though yeah <laughs> well and this is like another thing why too, did you build the house like that
0: i do well, wonder like like john you were saying that the house base maybe got eroded away but like mm-hmm. the first image in here is like it looks like the house was built right on the river i like, guess it's just like a nice, like, waterfront house that had a dock or something, so you could hop in the river, or did the, the river level rise a huge amount?
2: I think the river level has been rising probably more and more each year and gradually eroding away under structures that probably used to have like a little bit of land between them and the river. Sure, but it's yeah. just like over the last 10 years, as the glaciers melt, these rivers are some of like the main tributaries that carry that glacier water out to sea. And so, as you drastically increase the amount of water that's going to go through them every year, not only are they going to erode more quickly because there's a higher density of water, and so the water is being pushed against the sediment with more pressure, but also when the water level is higher, it's going to be accessing a lot looser of materials that won't be as packed down by the weight of the stuff on top of them. So Mm -hmm. you have kind of a double effect where it's like you know they're like this had a less than 1% chance of happening we didn't even think this was possible and it's like well i don't know man did you did you update everything to account for like the precipitous increase in 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 water in in these in these tributaries and rivers and stuff because well
1: now hang on a second that <laughs> seems a little unfair
0: <laughs> we don't want how, to update our stuff how, we're busy enough as it is how
1: could we possibly measure that that fast <laughs> it's not like there's global models of what's happening for the past 20, 30 years uh, yeah. Who could have predicted this is what I'm trying to say. I
2: mean, I'm just saying, look, if somebody as dumb as Al Gore can figure out the basics of this stuff, <laughs> I think that somebody who's in charge of making sure infrastructure doesn't fall into a river might be <laughs> able to work it out with some graph paper and a nice pencil.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: a U.S. senator got there. And have you seen the videos lately? Of, have
1: you seen the senators have you they seen have what they do I Where still they just... occasionally
0: have to play baby Mozart for Al Gore. <laughs> <laughs>
2: (laughs) 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 his brain is still developing
0: Uh, what's al gore up to these days i feel like you don't hear from that guy much anymore
2: well he's one of those ones where you have to wonder if he's dead but i feel like i would have heard about it i think he's 75 so damn
1: okay
0: he he started a tv network at some point right i remember he made a lot of money in in tv oh really it's
1: called Newsmax. i love to check in on (laughs) al gore
0: this is something i haven't
2: done in 15 years yeah um tipper and al gore on their
1: wedding day I, I forgot about tipper gore
2: um
1: she was the uh moms against music lady or whatever
2: yeah she was some kind of
1: uh oh yeah cultural crusader
0: she was big on like parental advisory on music and also like big about video games right yeah Most she's like,
1: the one who's like responsible for the parental advisory sticker
0: yeah yeah like that night thing? trap is going to corrupt the hell out of our oh. children if it's allowed to <laughs> to be out there
2: you gotta oh, right. put an ao on that I don't know when she did that, but it might have something to do with the fact that on April 3rd, 1989, Al Tipper and their six year old son, Albert, were leaving a baseball game. Albert ran across the street to see his friend and was hit by a car. He was thrown 30 feet and then traveled along the pavement for another 20 feet. Wow! Um, and then there's like a long quote about how hard it was to lose their son. But like, god damn. He died? Oh, shit. Yeah, that's, he, I, I mean, listen die. to what he just said.
0: Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> flew 30 feet. Yeah, that's pretty. He how he fast threw, was yeah. the car going? Went, I
1: don't know, but you would have to be an anime, five anime five character. Highway? Bro, yeah. You, <laughs> you, like, that would be a pretty good field goal. Like, yeah. 50 feet? What yeah. is that?
0: 20 uh what 20 20 something yards 20 something yards yeah that's a
2: long way
1: that's crazy
2: damn yeah yeah i don't know how much that has to do with it but um yeah what a weird guy um what a weird guy he old as hell now though and he had the decency (laughs) to bow out of the public sphere i think he kind of got chased out for the climate change thing because everyone was like hey would you shut the fuck up
0: I am trying mm. to, you are
1: to frack over this. here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was really... You dumb. are
1: here to help us, not <laughs> to fuck us up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, people were probably not, they were not excited about him talking about that shit.
1: Well, uh, as long as we're
2: talking about uh, things that are supposed to help us, but in fact just fuck us up. And I don't know if that's really honest, because I think this is actually just something that's meant to fuck us up. Uh, We've talked a few times on the show about the possible misuses of facial recognition technology by law enforcement. (laughs) Misuses. Interesting. Yeah, well, I'm trying to be as charitable as I can. I'm not (laughs) actually sure why. I don't know why. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But uh, this is an article in NBCNews.com, and it says Detroit woman sues City after being falsely arrested while pregnant due to facial recognition technology and uh, it says that portia woodruff 32 was getting her two children ready for school on the morning of february 16th when six police officers showed up at her doorstep and presented her with an arrest warrant alleging robbery and carjacking. a and, warrant oh yeah and she initially thought that they were joking because she was quite visibly pregnant. And uh, then court documents say, quote, Miss Woodruff later discovered that she was implicated as a suspect through a photo lineup shown to the victim of the robbery and carjacking following an unreliable facial recognition match. Uh,
1: So basically what you're saying is they like ran the cameras through a computer and then like found people with it that were in their system that matched and then showed those pictures I think so of somebody it was
0: like she ended up in a lineup with like four other pictures and then someone like identified her but like yeah. one of the things they white were like white
1: people famously good at telling black people apart <laughs> yeah
0: yeah. Um, but like the the report on the the incident didn't mention the woman being pregnant so her and her fiance were both like can you see if it said she was pregnant because that's like a pretty I'm clearly pregnant right now so like if the if it wasn't a pregnant person that means it's not me but they just like didn't check
1: yeah interesting
2: Well, and it's also like, you know, a lot of security footage is incredibly low resolution. So basically what they're saying they did here is they took a 240p video (laughs) of a carjacking and then they if that probably at like five frames a second Mm -hmm. yeah it filmed on a fucking potato from 1996 yeah and uh, they took that information and they fed it to an AI and the AI said here's four pictures of black women who really exist show these (laughs) to your suspect and get a warrant
0: they also apparently in the lineup they use an eight year old picture of her from when she got arrested in 2015 even though they had access to her current driver's license so it's just like
1: what the fuck here's an
0: old picture of someone that a computer identified. That's fucking stupid. You really shouldn't insane.
1: be allowed to do that.
0: I know. Well, and they just like dismissed the case and we're like, "Oh, uh, actually sorry. Or a judge dismissed the case."
2: Right. Well, and like here's the thing though is we're only going to hear about the cases that get dismissed. There's going to be plenty of instances where they just get the warrant, they arrest somebody, and then somebody who's literally just very racist or otherwise can't tell black people or other non-white people apart is going to be like, "Yeah, that's them." And then they're just going to, you know, prosecute and convict and it's like I don't think what I think a lot of people think is that if we print enough stories about like the abuses of these systems that like law enforcement will eventually be forced to abandon them. But I feel like the the level of full speed ahead that we're going at things like self-driving cars, despite their obvious complete failure to work and and high level of danger to the public and the driver. Mm -hmm. Like that just indicates to me that like no matter like like facial recognition tech could literally get you the wrong suspect every single time. And police would still use it
1: because it doesn't, they're not really interested in, in like justice. Nah. Like, you have to be a complete moron to think it would, that they're interested in trying to find the right person and punish them or discipline them or, God forbid, rehabilitate them. (laughs) Like, absolutely incorrect. The goal is you get money. Yeah. Like, the profit motive is. Putting someone in jail is a caching sound. Well, like and also they're winning. They get the dopamine hit like they just did a candy crush through like God. big line. And buying the facial recognition
2: software is something that you petition the people who fund your department to do, and then you buy it, and then it doesn't work good, and you use it all the time anyway, and then you say, Oh, we gotta get the update for it. Oh we got to get this. Oh we got to get that. And that helps yeah. you balloon out your police budget every year, which makes it one so that you can get more and more of whatever fucking gizmo you and your, you know, jock police buddies want to order on any mm-hmm. given fucking summer. And two, also that there's just a lot more like gray area and loose ends in the budget so you can steal fucking money from it, which is a thing police do constantly.
1: Right, not to mention that all those companies are run by, you know, people uh tech billionaires and people who are invested in those things are politicians. Or yeah,
2: mm-hmm. and a lot of people who work for the companies that develop tech for police, if they're not from a tech background, are usually from a law enforcement background and might be the, I'm an ex-police chief from Arizona doing consulting for AI facial recognition companies and like right. it's like, oh great, so you're the chief racism officer. Yeah. <laughs> you're
0: their racism consultant where yeah. you're like, yeah. no, no, no. You're see the problem is that you're making it so it can actually tell what black people look like you got to dial up the racism a little bit so it just finds a random black person when you punch one in because mm-hmm. that's yeah. good you know nine times out of ten they're a criminal anyway so it's good to just to go well around that's the anyway. thing
1: they have to be in the system right like yeah. they right. can't you can't that so which is so which such an insane like if you think about it for more than 10 seconds mm-hmm. like the concept that you would you should be able to like have someone in a system and that person is more likely to, commit another crime mm-hmm. is Just because they got um,
0: arrested. Not even like they actually were convicted of a crime but you're just like well we fucked with her once so uh, maybe try it again this It's so
1: oh, fucking I, stupid though, They,
2: do it, it's they like, do it with, poli- with uh, parking tickets and like unpaid alimony and like all kinds of other things that are like y- maybe shitty things to do depending on the situation but not like violent crimes but they mm-hmm. will use those things to say you're more likely to commit a murder or an
1: armed robbery or whatever It's all right. like predictive which is based policing in, has gotten out of hand. Which is based mm-hmm. in literally nothing but race science. It's like a, ch- a child's like
0: logic, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like, "Oh, this person is like inherently a rule breaker." Mm-hmm. Like they've
0: got the criminal mind. <laughs> they now. got a, they're,
1: they're, they're they they didn't pay a parking ticket, so they're a criminal, yeah. and that well, makes them some other type of creature it, yeah, that deserves it, to be genocided.
2: It's 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 literally all of the same arguments that you heard from eugenicists except that yeah. saying that people are genetically predispositioned to these things has kind of fallen out of fashion. So they have to find a way to say that people are pushed into their actions without making it seem like it's not their fault. And maybe there's like forces happening behind it. So there's this weird way that we like psychologize guilt without admitting that like people's psychological states don't come from nowhere. We're yeah. is like oh you <laughs> you must have had a bad family or like oh you must have been you know abused when you were a child and like who knows maybe these things are incidentally true but i think it's a lot more pressing that this person has been put in a situation where they've been consistently discriminated against and not offered any opportunities to get things like money food or housing
1: yeah yeah i mean that's the thing is that the thing that is the number one uh like corollary effect of quote unquote crime is poverty so which is a unstable flexible situation mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with who you are as a person um or who anyone is as a person just what position you're in and if you have all of your rights and like food and health care taken away or and shelter taken away you'll be more likely to take some stuff and try to avoid giving any of your money to the fucking Gestapo. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just fucking evil. I mean, this is just... It, it's its a very small kind of uh, travesty, but it's like it is just a one gear in the huge machine of genocide that's been happening since the founding of this country
2: and it's stuff like this that makes me have that sliver of sympathy to like crazy weirdo right-wingers who are like i'm not going Chipping me. They're putting chemicals in the soy <laughs> that makes you believe in Satan and like you know, what, whatever other kind of stuff. Because yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, there are sinister like systems of power that are that are infringing on people's rights, but they're not trying to get like some white lady's CrossFit schedule fucked up. They're trying right. to like racially profile more effectively and then see what they can do once they've got that locked down.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean I I mean the thing about and we talked about this a little bit when we were talking about RFK, like Mm-hmm. the thing about quote unquote right wing conspiracies is that like they're often just bad analysis of truth,
0: yeah, they're like, like a much shittier conspiracy than like a left wing materialist person would come up with
1: right i mean it's it's i mean and honestly most quote unquote left wing people um are not saying these things you sure. know are not yeah, yeah. are not trying to analyze the the machinery of of the genocidal police state we live in. They're just trying to be like, oh, let's police better. Let's not do... as many black people or whatever, like
2: (laughs) another, another issue that I have with kind of the modern left, um, is just that like, we're very hyper-focused on how do we build something that works? How do we, how do we get to something that what's the good model? What's the good plan? And it's just like, you know, every really good and effective Marxist all the way back to Marx himself didn't start with like, what would we like? He right. started with what is happening right now. What is what is the yeah. material analysis of the immiseration of the working class and what is the machinery that the bourgeoisie is using to make that happen? And from there, you build a plan to get something that you want.
0: Mm, yeah saying like what's wrong first instead of just being like what could we make that might be cool
2: well that's the thing because people will get on your shit they're like why are you paying attention to what the billionaires are doing why do you even care they shall just be shot anyway why do you even care about like paying attention to the fights between Republicans and Democrats blah 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 and it's like oh whoa 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 hey look the bourgeoisie is a fractious and contentious kind of amalgamation of a bunch of different groups who happen to have the same interests if you pay attention to what they're doing they will occasionally reveal glowing weak spots like a video game ball <laughs> and, like you're probably not gonna fucking defeat them if you don't pay attention to you know the kind of fucking moves they're making and the way mm-hmm. that they're oppressing. So
0: yeah, it's like you I can avoid know. them and dodge them, but you also got to keep track of the move set and like see if they have like some kind of crazy AOE thing. Or, like, <laughs> right, if God they have, if they have praying. a phase two, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, if you are interested in it, I would highly recommend. I maybe have mentioned this before. There's a movie called. um, It's a documentary called All Light Everywhere. Which is a very, it's a very holistic and strange documentary. It's a lit, you might consider it a, it, it might seem a bit pretentious at first in the, in mm-hmm. how it like is so, like it, it, it kind of purports to be about seeing and mm-hmm. like about like the process of capturing images. But what it's really about is um, police cameras. It, it's basically a documentary about the company that makes police cameras and how. Like body cameras? Body or? cameras. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And how they were marketed as these things to keep people accountable, but through also tracking the history of the film camera alongside um, uh, um, automatic weapons, hmm. um, they oh. start to sort of draw these parallels as like controlling who, like the perspective. Of from where you see these images is also a weapon and body cameras don't actually protect anybody but the police, then um, they say all this in a very like artistic way. But it is a very informative and interesting documentary as well. So I highly recommend it. Hell yeah.
2: I'll be sure to check that out. Yeah, it's good. Well, it's
1: nice. uh, before, we,
2: before we get out of here, I got two quick things I want to hit. Uh, okay. The first one is that apparently an unnamed Ukrainian woman has a tri- has tried to assassinate President Volodymyr Zelensky. Hell yeah. Nice. Uh,
1: <laughs> Get him
2: out of here. Yeah, great work, lady.
1: <laughs> That's that and heat and we need, need photos, for Biden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bring
2: this home. We're loving it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, vote now with your phones. Which world leader you'd like to see assassinated next? Um, <laughs> So this lady was allegedly passing information to Russian forces. Uh all of the photos have her face blurred out. Um no they are not releasing her name or any information about her. Uh, and it says that as they gathered additional info, they found she had been locating Ukraine's defense systems and ammunition warehouses throughout the Okata Okakov region. Uh and basically um if this is real, good for her. Stay on that <laughs> grind, lady. Yeah, and yeah. uh, if this You'll is not there. real, uh I kind of feel like it might not be real. I kind of feel like... Yeah, I kind of think it's not be. real. It's just like, you know what would be good? If we arrested someone for trying to kill him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can I, like... I can kind of imagine that Russia would have you know, like... it, it does, does the article purport that she's like some like, just random citizen? Or who was just like involved? Or was she like some sort of What do they call KGB now? Some sort of like Mm. Russian intelligence agent?
0: It it says that she was like in passing information to Russian forces about his location. But I don't it doesn't seem to say anything more about like who she might be. I mean, they're trying to keep her identity secret. So they're not they don't want to name her. So maybe that's like,
1: okay. well, let's let's be let's be clear here. She was passing information on his whereabouts so the Russians could airstrike his location. Sure. So she wasn't actually like trying to, you know, um. Like home constructed gun him yeah, down, yeah. like the Japanese prime nice. minister. There was no
0: Shinzo Abe. She was trying to call in a uh, a murder on uh, on Doordash, <laughs> on Russian Doordash. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but you know, this person was definitely being used by you know Russian intelligence agencies yeah. to help. So why did she? Does it say why she was so close to Zelensky? Like, how did she know this stuff? Mm.
0: It had been locating uh, Ukraine's defense sure. systems and ammunition warehouses throughout the region. She traveled to the region and photographed sites, and she'd been planning to share that info with Russia for a new massive airstrike in the region.
1: Planning to, or did? Yeah.
0: What is that? What is she just taking pictures? What is she
1: just like a weird lady yeah. who was like, I fucking hate this guy.
0: Yeah, I want to find out what he's doing. And it says, uh, it just says investigators learned of the woman's
2: alleged plans ahead of the visit, and Zelensky took additional security mem- measures while in the area. Um. The Ukrainian security service continued to document the criminal actions of the enemy accomplice in order to obtain new data about her Russian curators and the mm. tasks received. So they don't actually know. They really don't know like what her relationship was to Russia. And honestly, the more I read into it, the more it just kind of smells like it's totally fake. They might have just arrested fake. somebody's, yeah. Yeah. you know, babushka and been like, you were trying to help Putin and now she's <laughs> in jail.
1: She said some wild shit on face, like VK or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she was like, uh, and they were like, yeah, you're getting arrested. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't seem very real because it's like if there was. If there was evidence that Russian intelligence was using Ukrainian dissidents to actually murder Zelensky, like there was a plan to murder the he's the president of Ukraine. Yeah. Allegedly. Um, that would be like Rolling Stone front page for you know New New York Times you know mm-hmm. it wouldn't just be like a little ABC fucking like side story.
0: Wow, ABC News catching strays. <laughs> what she
1: <you> say? <laughs> fuck, fuck me for fuck ABC <laughs> News. What she say? Fuck me it's for owned by Disney. Yeah, um, yeah. This is
0: for some fucking Mickey Mouse ass news.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I think that if there really was evidence that she was an, a, a Russian intelligence asset and they had a real plan, then it would be like. Huge, much bigger news than this, as just like sort of this weird, um, you know, lady wanted to kill Zelensky. That's yeah, nothing.
2: I would have been much more interested in believing this story if she had like tried to poison him or like stab him in the face or something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> or, or built a fake gun.
0: That'd be sweet. Yeah, yeah. nothing can beat the fake, Shinzo the, the homemade shotgun that blew Shinzo Abe dust.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That was so cool. That's so cool. Yeah.
2: Well, as <laughs> so long as we're just cool. talking about cool cool shit that happened another one that has something to do with russia is that according to reuters an elite group of north korean hackers secretly breached computer networks at a major russian missile developer for at least 5 months last year uh reuters found cyber espionage teams linked to the north korean government which security researchers call scarcraft and lazarus Scar-Kruft? also calling a that? korean hacker team scarcraft when it's Sit. like a joke online that Koreans are really good at StarCraft is <laughs> not cool, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> huh, Feels racist. Yeah, a little bit. It but is wait, racist. Are they calling them that, or are they is that their name? It says that's, that's what, what
2: t- security researchers are calling them. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so they probably wow. have Yikes. like normal names in yeah. Korean, or may not exist. Because here's the other thing: is like another. I was fake in names. my online classes yeah. recently, and we were talking about which hacker movies correctly portray hacking versus which ones don't and i said to the class you know hacking is mostly just calling old people on the phone and everybody was like yeah that's why sneakers is the best hacker movie yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) sneakers is a great hacker movie i think uh it really is uh mr robot does a good job too
0: that's true mr robot has pretty Mm -hmm. realistic hacks it's mostly like calling people and plugging in usbs and shit
2: I, I just love this because I think Reuters wants us to think, like, you know, North Korean teams are, like, on their computers, in laptops, in northern China, figuring out how to access the mainframe of the, <laughs> the Russian missile manufacturers, when really it's just, like, one North Korean guy on a landline calling, like, hello, yes, I am Mr. Important Russian Man, can you... <laughs> Can you can you send over carbon copy of missile specs? I lost mine in vodka briefcase.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: then they just do it.
0: Yeah, they call enough people yeah. and someone's like, whatever. I don't. I don't get paid. Yes, I to also care about lost my shit.
1: password. Uh, can,
0: uh, my <laughs> dog ate give, the post-it you know, note.
1: Can give give me your <laughs> password <laughs> so I can access the file.
2: At HQ, they're like, I need you to stamp this to send out carbon copy. And he's like, is it Vasislav?
1: Did he lose in vodka briefcase again? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he says that. (laughs) Uh, Well, what are they doing with it? What is the North Korean teens doing with it? Uh, I don't know. I think we're just supposed to be scared of it.
2: I don't even necessarily know that this is like a real news item that, that says, because it even says Reuters could not determine whether any data was taken during the intrusion or what information may have been viewed. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, so, so it's just Basically, they're fake. saying like, yeah, the North Koreans hacked the Russians. And uh, also they mentioned that like they'll even hack their allies for critical technology. And I'm just <laughs> like, I don't know. Is North Korea really that tight with Russia? Like. <laughs>
1: A uh, bit, I don't think but they're officially like
2: they allies. China. Yeah, no, their only official ally is China, right? That's I what I've so, heard. Yeah.
1: According to Wikipedia, yeah, that's what I thought. So um, I imagine
2: they get a lot of secondhand stuff from Russia because China's—that's <laughs> like ch- one of China's biggest trading partners. But right,
1: they're like, yeah, we've seen that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're supposed this to be stuff scared is really about giving that Russia vibe. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you're supposed to be scared at the concept of. People in a shadowy room on computers in North Korea. They could be hacking anything, even you.
1: Jokes on them. North Korean people in a shadowy room hacking is my favorite kind of thing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. That's actually the category I always select on Pornhub. Yeah, that's um, my aesthetic.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, add, add a little bit of vaporwave solo cup art and and mm-hmm. we are all the way there. Yeah, <laughs> um, I kind of wish I could face shift but, into
0: that that shadowy room in North Korea, <laughs> not be in this yeah. brightly lit room in America.
2: <laughs> I'm going to go get on TikTok and try. So while I do that, uh, thank you all so much for listening to BP Beep Bledis. Beep this has been your main episode for the week, and I hope that you can phase shift into the communist universe of your choosing. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm me going too. to watch yeah. Hunger Games. I, and by <laughs> yeah. that, I mean actually blow up a pipeline. Yeah, blow some That's shit up. That's cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool.
2: <laughs> Do some cool shit that I don't have to bleep out. But uh, yeah, so check out my other <laughs> show, a It's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
2: okay. Nice. Check out my other show, Work Stoppage Check out Bryn's other show, Generation Loss. Check out Todd's Shop, Doomer.shop Shop. Uh, smoke some weed. And as always, one, we love you. Two, stay high. One, two, Goodbye.
1: Bye. bye.